Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I'm your host, John. Very happy to be here. We got a very special guest in the building, man. This is the first off-season plan episodes for the off-season, man. And I knew we had to kick it off with a banger, man. For the Minnesota Timberwolves, I had to bring none other than my guy, Jelson, man. My guy, how you doing? Good to, good to have you on the pod. Hey, I'm doing great, man. I appreciate it. You know, just got off of watching some film. We're ready to talk some hoops. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir, man. We'll be happy to have you. And for the family out there, man, uh, Justin is another great content creator, man. So all of Justin's work will be linked in the description down below. Make sure you go check that out. Go throw a sub for my guy's channel uh, because he's dropping some great content out there, man. But let's go ahead and get straight into it, man. Off-season plan. Um, what I really want to do with you here, my boy, is talk about the Timberwolves, their last season, brief, uh, off season, some free agencies and decisions, and then we can go from there. That's cool with you, brother? Hey, that's all good. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. So I got to ask, first question is, Jelson, as a Timberwolves fan, are you happy with the way this last year just went? That's a tough question. I mean, yes, because because of this, like the situation, right? I mean, Cat got injured. You can't really control that. So with Cat being injured, in years past, like y'all can clown us for Rudy Gobert, or whatever. But like in years past, without Cat, we're not making the playoffs last year. But uh, you know, having Rudy Gobert to back, you know, back it down. You know, I'm happy with the way it went. I mean, I wish Cat didn't get injured. I feel like we went farther with Cat the whole season, but hey, you can't control that. See, so that, so that, so that's exactly what I was gonna ask. So, to, so to be real, like I'm not one of those people who are big on like the what ifs and like, oh, what ifs, what ifs, but. In the Timberwolves case, I will say, like, y'all got hit with some terrible timely injuries. Like, Cat was out at, at the beginning of the season to um, br- um, to stop you guys from gelling. And then, you know, we had the situation with Jaden McDaniels. And then we had the punch of Rudy Gobert. And then we had Nas Reed. So, very untimely injuries. So, I usually don't play what ifs. But with you, my brother, I, I do want to ask, like, let's say – Y'all did have that healthy roster, right? Maybe Cat did miss time at the beginning of the season. You can't, you know, you can't hold back every single injury. But let's say that the injury to Nas Reed didn't happen. The injury to Jaden McDaniels didn't happen. The Rudy Gobert punch didn't happen. Do you think that the Timberwolves go further than what they than what they did in the playoffs? Um, well, I think I think if Jaden and Nas are like healthy during in, in the set in stone, we're playing Denver. I think that game or that series goes to seven. I think we lose that series, but if we're all healthy throughout the whole season, you know, Anthony Edwards doesn't sprain his ankle and miss a couple of games, wasn't healthy for the last like two weeks. Um, I know you're a Lakers fan, my boy, but uh, I, I I really say this. I think whoever wins that playing game between the Lakers and the Timberwolves goes to the conference finals. I, I think that uh, is the way it went. Um, but I think if we're fully healthy, I don't think we're in the play-in situation. So I think I think okay. the Timberwolves and the Lakers would have met each other. So that would have been a great time. But as you said, what ifs happen or whatever, but can't really control it. Yeah, no, it, the injuries injuries are tough. Yeah, can't 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 really control it. And hey, brother, look, I can't be mad at you, brother. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that, that's your take on your team. And I'll tell you this, man: when the Timberwolves had time to put it together, they did look like a very good team. It's just I feel like the inconsistency and the and then the coaching is what really kind of um, brought them down, but let's go ahead and get into some more, some more of the off season talk. So, um, you know, we talked about the, the, their past season, but it's over, it's done now. So let's go ahead and get into 
what's in the horizons, what's in the future here. So I got to talk about with you, brother. Like the biggest rumor around the Timberwolves is Carl Anthony Towns. Are we trading him? Are we not trading him? So just go ahead and just spill it out. Go ahead and rant. I know y'all probably th- think about talking about this a lot in Minnesota. How do you feel about Carl Anthony Towns? Do you want to see him gone? Do you want to see him come back? What's the deal? So as basketball fans, we see it every offseason. Cat's going to get traded. It's every offseason we see this. This offseason, it seems rather real. We have a new GM that came in last offseason, and he already made a splash move. We don't know what he has in mind. Uh, obviously, we've seen Cat in Minnesota for a while, so we know what he can do. Uh, he had some good playoff games, other games not so much, foul problems, stuff like that. Um, but I think overall, I don't want to trade Cat just to trade Cat. I want to trade Cat if the package is right. And I've talked about this. And the center, the center market right now, and honestly for future years, is going to be so dry that if Cat comes on the market, if he's available right now, I think he's one of the better available players and the best available center. So I think the package will be right. And I think Tim Connolly, you know, even though there's some question marks with what he's done in the past, I think he's going to make the right trade if Cat gets traded. But I also don't think he will just trade him because the uh, whether it's the Timberwolves community or the NBA community are upset with Cat in any sort of way. Okay. Okay. I feel you. So then, so, so, but, but what would you do if, if they handed Jelson the keys, they said, Jelson, which, which direction are we going? Because I'm not going to lie. I definitely do agree with that. Take that the center, the, the, the center market at right? the market for the five is kind of slim. So unless you're going for an AD, which is kind of like injury prone or Joel or a Jokic, which you're not getting, Cat might be the best option out there. But if they handed you the keys, what direction are you going? Hey, that man, Cat. I love you, my boy, but we, <laughs> hey, we're going to have to see you on the other side. Like, hey, as I said, as I said, I'm not going to trade him for just to trade him. But, I, you know, I'll, I'll be out there, you know, searching for the packages. And if, yo, Portland's trying to say, yo, will you send you Anthony Simons in the number three pick plus some salary cap failure? Cat, you could have a tough time in Portland. <laughs> man okay so okay so so you're you're looking for some some young stars but see so my only my only question my only concern is with trading currently towns is then that means that who's gonna be your five because i've been stated on record and some people call me rudy gobert hater some people say i'm too harsh on them but i think that like what's the point of having players like rudy gobert ben simmons those players who just disappear in the playoffs like you can be a regular season champion like great good job like you're defensive player of the year, you know, at the, when Rudy Gobert was on the jazz, like the jazz were constantly at the top of the, at the top of uh, uh, the regular season. But then every single year in the playoffs, they get played off the court because Rudy Gobert cannot be out there. So if you trade cat, who's your five you want to go with? And if it's Rudy, like what's the plan? Cause I don't think he's going to championship winning big. Um, well, that's a good question. In my opinion, um, obviously only one season down with Rudy. I think I was pretty, there, there's a connotation behind Rudy Gobert. People think he's a playoff dropper, which in past he was. And it's tough to watch him sometimes because he's just a little goofy sometimes. Um, but I think personally, in like this year's playoffs against the Nuggets, he did his job. I mean, Jokic had his worst stats out of the whole playoffs against us when Rudy was guarding him. Um, and obviously, Cat was guarding him at times, but not as much. Um, I think Rudy is going to bring the defense, even if the, the block numbers are down, stuff like that. He's always a plus on defense. It's just how it is. I don't expect him to score. And the problem with past Rudy Gobert is, is 
the perimeter defense around him, this might be a played out narrative, but it's rather true. Like the perimeter defense around him has been terrible. And in the playoffs, we didn't really get to see a great perimeter defense because as we talked about, Jaden McDaniels was injured. Um, and in reality, having Nas Reed, you know, hopefully we can resign him. That's like step number one, in my opinion. Having Nas Reed, if you trade Cap, Nas comes in at the four. I like what he does on offense. Defense, he can get better, but he's a little undersized. And I think having like Nas to take away some of that pressure from Rudy is very important for us. And especially in the playoffs, if you have Cat and Rudy or Cat, Rudy and Nas, those three right there is it's just going to help. Um, the offensive side of things, Rudy's going to be solid defensively. Um, having Mike Conley on the squad is going to help Rudy, of course. Um, and then Anthony Edwards is going to work out with Rudy Gobert in France this offseason. So if that works out and they get a real connection, I mean, we could see we could see real things happening. And and that that I'm I'm glad that you brought up Ann and Rudy Gobert because that that was actually going to be my next question to you is now how do you feel about 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 that working out because I mean for for you know, I'll be honest for me personally brother like I think that in a way the Timberwolves are kind of married to Rudy Gobert because of the of the decisions that that they made I believe he has three years left on contract 130 million left so they're kind of they're, they're kind of married to him Carlton Towns. I'm pretty sure you said this take, but he's low key played out in Minnesota. Like you've seen, we've seen him at at at, at his highest. Like how how much better is Anthony Towns going to get? So then leaving us with yeah, the Timberwolves being married to Rudy Gobert, but Anthony Edwards is the future. But I, me personally, I just don't see that pairing of Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert working. I know Anthony Edwards is a slasher, likes to get to the hoop and. And I mean, I know you've probably you definitely caught a lot of Minnesota Timberwolves games this year than me. But every time that I saw him playing together, it just looked like Rudy Gobert was clogging up the paint, slowing it down for Anthony Edwards. And so, in my opinion, I don't even think that Rudy Gobert is the answer. But if if he is to you, then how do you feel about that pairing of Rudy Gobert and Anthony Edwards? Is that going to work out together? Because I mean, I'm guessing Ant's the future, right? Right. Yeah, Anthony Edwards is definitely the future. There's no question behind that. I mean. I think coming into the season, it was Cat's team. Coming out of the season, it was Ant's team, and there's no debate behind it. You know, some Timberwolves fans don't want to let go of Cat, and I understand it 100%. I mean, he was holding us down for such a long time, but, like, Anthony Edwards is and has the potential to be a perennial MVP. Cat has the – and is a multi-time All-NBA player, multi-time All-Star. But as we said, Rudy – is kind of, it's kind of a marriage here. I mean, you don't make that trade without some sort of idea of what the long-term plan is. And I, and I hope that was the case, right? Um, Anthony Edwards, great player. I mean, we've seen it all slashing, you know, shooting his defensive upside is obviously there. And when really holds a lot of people from keeping him out of the top 15 category or top 10 category in the league, or maybe next year, right. Is going to be his playmaking. And that's gonna, it's gonna really determine him and Rudy Gobert because I personally think Rudy Gobert is the best player Ant could have to develop his playmaking. And towards the end of the season, I mean, you were right that it looked a little, uh, the spacing was just weird at the beginning of the season. Anthony Edwards was settling a lot more, if that makes any sense. But towards the end of the season, it felt like Ant was really starting to get uh, better with Rudy, if that makes any sense. Like he was starting to realize how Rudy plays. Um, you know, where he's going to be at specific times, how we can take advantage of Rudy being just a big man, like just a pure big man. And I think overall, if 
you know, Ant actually goes out to France with Rudy and they really work on the lob connection, the role connection, stuff like that, really figuring out the defensive stuff too. I think it could be a scary combo. And, you know, if Ant can really improve his playmaking, I think this is step number one to him becoming that MVP candidate. I, I think it's over for the league. Man, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely think that one of the biggest, uh, I guess, uh, X factors to the, the Timberwolves and how big of a jump they're going to make this next year is absolutely Anthony Edwards and, you know, how big of a jump he makes from becoming that all really all-star and playmaker and really maybe even an M- MVP candidate. But then following that, I would say that it is if if you're if you decide to go Rudy, then you got to get that connection on lock. I mean, I think that Timberwolves front office should be paying for um Anthony Edwards ticket to go out to France, paying for him to stay a place out there and just say, yo, like here is you could be neighbors of Rudy Gobert. Y'all better get it in every single day. Y'all better work out. Because if yeah, that's if that's the direction you want to go, then uh then you absolutely need to get that on lock. But and then so let's let's move away, I guess, a little bit from you know the the the, the bigger stars and Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns. And let's talk about some of these free agent pieces, man, because the Timberwolves have a lot of decisions to make this upcoming free agency uh, season, and they have to think about because uh, they have some 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 money that might be tied for the following season. So I was looking into the situation, um, and I did see that Nas Reed, Jalen Noel, Austin Reeves, and Nikhil Alexander Walker are all going to be free agents this upcoming offseason. And then Anthony Edwards, uh, extension eligible now. And Jaden McGann is also extension eligible now, will be a free agent going into next season. So you have to keep that in mind. But my boy, Jelson, talk to me about what are some of the decisions that you're hoping the Timberwolves make this offseason? And who are some of the must must keep pieces that you have to come back this season? Yeah, I mean, that's a real good question because I, I know we're going to try and stay away from the you know the top tier players, but Anthony Edwards got to get that money. He's going to get paid. He's going to get that, you know, that max extension. And uh, Jane's probably going to get around 25 to 28 million a year. Um, so when we really look at the, the CBA, the new money stuff where you can't go over a certain amount of money, otherwise, I, I forget what the exact rules are, but with the starting five after the extensions of Anthony Edwards and Jaden McDaniels and no trading of cat, I think that's 107% of the cap right there. Um, and I think you have to be under 136%. Um, so, and then when you look at like a possible Nas Reed extension, he's a must keep in my opinion, possible Nas Reed extension. You already have Kyle Anderson on, on the books for the next couple of seasons. So you add those two together. We're looking at another, you know, I think I think we're left at like 10% left in the cap for another seven players, six players. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker is a must-stay. He's going to get paid, and it's not a thing. Boom, we get him. What are we looking at? We're looking at 8% left in the cap. Now we got to fill out the – it just doesn't work. A lot of the money doesn't work, and that's part of the reason. Going back to going back to what we said about cap, we need to make a trade. We need to make a move, but Nas Reed, Nikhil Alexander-Walker – must stays in my opinion. Jalen Noel, Austin Rivers. Hey, y'all, y'all can go, <laughs> y'all can go play somewhere else. <laughs> y'all could go figure it out, man, in China or wherever. Yeah. No, nah, I, I, nah, I definitely, I definitely would agree with that because I was, I was gonna say from my end, I think the number one keep that you have to make sure it happens this off season is Nas Reed. Man, his his development has been crazy. I, uh, his development has been crazy. Nikhil Alexander-Walker is just one. He's just a bucket, honestly. Like, he really came out in the playoffs. But 
uh, he's just a bucket. And, and the crazy thing is, I'm not gonna lie, like I people been sleeping on Nikki Alexander Walker. Like when he was on the Jazz bench, I was like, yo, like he's just gonna be sitting there, like rotting away on the Jazz bench. So I'm glad that uh, he went to Minnesota and and now he 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 he's finally getting his. Um, but okay, yeah, I mean, I, as far as free agency, I'm I'm right there with you. So it just doesn't leave too much room for, I guess, any other targets following that, huh? Yeah, that's that's exactly the thing. Like, in my opinion, if you're trading cat, you're getting back assets that are cheaper. I mean, you have to get the salary cap filler, but I mean, if you're getting back assets, the whole point is we want more players, more quality players. You know what I mean? Like, we get Anthony Simmons. Like, I hate bringing up this Portland thing again, but it's just like all the news is Portland wanting to trade the pick, get Dame a partner, whatever. But, uh, or, or even I think a better example would be New York. I think. They trade Julius Randle and Emmanuel quickly and then, you know, a whole bunch of picks or whatever. I think that right there, you get two assets for really the price of one. And that's going to be key for us. I mean, really, we have to maximize our assets. And I think us being a playoff team in years past, if we didn't trade Cat and we were in a, like a cap space problem, we weren't going to get those free agencies that are willing to sign for the vet minimum or close to it. Uh, but now being a, uh, well, now at this point, a perennial you know, playoff team, uh, you know, I think we're going to be able to get some of those those pieces that are wanting to go and potentially win a championship or just, you know, go to the playoffs in general that will take a little bit less money. And uh, I, I think there are parts of the Timberwolves free agency plan that could be centered around banking on some of these people willing to take less money. But at the same time, it's Minnesota. So I don't know. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard for somebody to take less money and be in that cold-ass weather. Right, that's the <laughs> truth. But, but, hey, man, winning solves everything, though. So I'll say that if Minnesota can figure out a way to win, this shit, it solves everything. doesn't matter how cold the weather is. doesn't matter what's going on over there. Uh, people are going to want to go to Minnesota if they're winning. But, all right, brother, so then let, let, let me get to the last couple of questions that I got here for you. So, you know, as a Timberwolves fan, if you just look at – Roster construction wise, like coming into the come, I know that you know the Timberwolves are tied up with free agency and money that they that that they got with Ant and Jaden McDaniels and all that, Carlton Towns, Rudy Gobert. But my question to you is, roster construction wise, like what to you are the biggest teams' needs? Like, are you guys looking for some point guards? Uh, do you guys want to figure out the big situation? What are you? What to you is the biggest teams' needs? Uh, in my opinion, I think we need another guard. Uh, just we need a score off the bench. That was pretty much our bigger, pro- our biggest problem, especially once Nas Reed went down. Um, we just need another score. In all reality, it could. I, I don't want another big. I think we could look at a forward or a point guard. Like any, like a guard f- would be ideal, in my opinion. I think is Tyus Jones a free agent? I'm pretty sure he's a free agent this year. He is. I, I think Tyus Jones. The money is gonna be a problem. Like as we talked about, but if there's any way to get Ty Jones on this franchise, like once again, that is like free agency target number one in my personal opinion. Yeah, he would be a amazing back. He he probably is the best back like backup point guard right now in the NBA. Uh, I know for the Timberwolves, man, like I mean not Timberwolves for the Grizzlies, man, like barely turned the ball over. Uh, was just extremely extremely efficient. So yeah, if you could get a player like Tyus Jones. Uh, that would that be huge for yeah for roster construction wise. I agree. Just to get a um, I, I feel like Mike Conley's getting up there with age. So just to get another point guard who can 
uh, allow Mike Conley to get some of those rest days. And even if Mike Conley isn't having you know the best of the the, the best of his days, uh, we could have a good uh, Timberwolves could have a good backup point guard. Um, but all right, brother. So then, last question here that I, I'm I got for for all these offseason plans is give me a word or a phrase to describe how you how you personally feel about how this last season went could be a word or a phrase and then give me another word or another phrase to describe about how you feeling about this upcoming season coming up as a Timberwolves fan. Um okay, I I think I think a phrase for like last season was um Frenchman. Okay. Okay. Frenchman. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes, I think I think I think that really locks it in. Um and this upcoming season I think it's I think consistency consistency i like that i like that consistency man yeah that'll that that'll be big if the timberwolves can stay consistent consistent winning consistent playmaking uh anthony edwards be consistent Anthony towns could be out there rudy gobert man they can really take that next level next leap but but all right brother um look brother before we get out of here do you have any last words to say for timberwolves fan timberwolves nations uh do you have anything to say hey Wolves back, baby. We stay active. <laughs> they stay active, baby. You already know what it is, man. For the family out there, man, I appreciate everyone that stay tuned for the whole video. Make sure you go check out all of my boys, Joseph's work, man. Everything will be linked in the description down below. He is an avid Timberwolves fan, one of the best YouTube content creators out there right now in the game, man. So make sure you go check my boy out. Um, but if that's it, then, man, make sure to follow, subscribe. Um, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere. But if that's it, then we out of here, y'all. Clutch Talk out.